Right, gang? You like to watch new stuff, right? I mean, who doesn't? I do. Well, go to Hulu and see what's new, because Hulu has new stuff all the time, like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first-class luxury meets world-class drama, a new season of The Kardashians starring the Kardashians, of course, and Grand Cayman Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's streaming now, and it's waiting for you on Hulu. Happy Pride from Tomboy X, celebrating pride and the queer community all year. Queer founded, queer run, and the makers of the original boxer briefs for women, creating sustainable size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies so you feel comfortable in your own skin. Tomboy X just dropped their Pride 24 collection. Obsessively fit tested for all day comfort in sizes three extra small through six X. Visit TomboyX.com. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, everybody. Welcome, one and all, to this afternoon edition of Trendeth Paltrow's Ski Crash Musical, uh, because that... That thing about Gwyneth Paltrow and the ski, that's a musical. Now, that is one of the things trending. We will get to that. But that doesn't excuse the fact that I have not introduced myself and my co-host. I am Miles, and that is Brian. Hello, Brian. Okay. Uh, You doing okay? Oh, I'm doing great. It's it's nice and stormy and gloomy and spooky outside. Just how I like it. Okay, yeah, we're on the same coast. I'm, we're, we got a bit of a bit of the spooky waters tonight. Look, good time to bundle up. You know, put put a gas log on. A nice big tartan poncho on. Yeah, wow, that that looks cozy. Like an Irish Mexican or something. <laughs> yeah, that is a, a combination of fabrics and styles. But yeah, it, yeah, wow, you've you've threaded the needle culturally with that garment. <laughs> uh, let's tell the people what's trending today. Up first. Gwyneth Paltrow, it's called Gwyneth Goes Skiing. You said, what the fuck is that? Well, this December, in London town, in jolly old England, you can see the debut of a new stage musical, which is all about that Gwyneth Paltrow trial about when she slammed into the optometrist who couldn't enjoy wine anymore. Remember, he was so fucked up from that collision that he no longer could could be enjoying the wine like he used to. Life just isn't the same. Um, but yeah, it's done by the same people, this group, Awkward Productions. That sounds about right. Who describe themselves as, quote, harbingers of queer chaos. Uh, and it'll seemingly involve some audience participation uh, by making audience members the jury in the trial. These are the same people that did the Diana, the untold and untrue story that one reviewer called, quote, the most unhinged piece of theater in existence. <laughs> That actually sounds kind of appealing. Yeah, exactly. That's that 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 sounds about right. I just wish, like, I just don't care about Gwyneth Paltrow, but I guess you can make it work because it is so absurd. I do like the audience participation aspect. Like, you know, you can maybe have fun with that if you're getting like super lit in the fucking theater. Yeah, man, love improv. Love improv from untrained. Uh, love improv yeah. from drunk people from the audience. <laughs> yeah, I love it. <laughs> Did you ever see uh, Point Break live in L.A.? 
Actually, yeah. Yeah, it did. Yeah. Yeah. That That's like fun. the one time you can drag someone up from the crowd and it works. Because, yeah, that was, like, that was people, huge. Yeah. Uh, for, you know, a small theater thing. Exactly. If people don't know, there's like this show where like they would they would do point break, basically act out the entire movie point break. But someone from the audience would be pulled up to be Johnny Utah. And the whole thing was like, yeah, they can't have chops. Like we just like you're, you're Johnny Utah tonight. Um, so <laughs> maybe they but this is probably not going to be that. But hey, I, what we need is the fucking musical about the fucking the, the boat brawl in Alabama. Yeah, you could definitely you definitely build that story out a little bit. <laughs> This man, it has all kinds of layers to it, man. White supremacy. Could be, I, that could be a beautiful <laughs> ballet, actually. Uh, wow. Oh, you don't <laughs> want to go lowbrow with it. You want it to be like someone's seminal work of modern dance. Oh, yeah. Which, by the way, the charges are, I'm pretty sure the black man who was defending himself got charged with assault while some of the white defendants skated, I think. Yeah, it sounds about on brand. Yeah, America. sounds about on brand for this place we call America. Um, the next thing that's trending, there's a new Spider-Man adjacent film, I guess is what we're calling it, because it's a Sony it's movie. Spider-Man. It's called Madame Web Soul. No, what the fuck is it called? <laughs> Madame Web. Yeah, I was right. <laughs> Madame, Madame Web. <laughs> I'd look, I'm I'm struggling Madame here. Madame Webso. But Madame Webso's Wax Web Museum. But yeah, because Sony, like, this is a Sony movie. And they're trying to make Spider-Man movies without the Spider-Man, uh, as we saw with Venom and obviously the fantastic Morbius, um, because it Ooh. is Morbin time. In this house, we do believe <laughs> that it Morbin is Morbin time. time. <laughs> it is Morbin time. Um, but this one stars Dakota Johnson as the titular madam webb uh who's a paramedic who can see into the future after having a near-death experience and then there's like a trio of these young women including sydney sweeney who are all being terrorized by this dude that i'm like yo that's spider-man and they're like no, don't, don't that's not spider-man that's a that's an evil guy that's ezekiel sims pretending to being evil spider-man i don't know enough about the lore to fully Me wrap either. my head around this but it turns out like the the three younger people that he's trying to go after are all people that are destined to become spider people of their own in the future. This is them. That's PS for them. Pre spider, I guess. I think it's like Terminator where it's like, you know, th this dude came in to try and eliminate John Connor or some shit, trying to get these spider people before they get it popping. The impression I get from the trailer is that this is, uh, another in a long line of, not necessarily time travel movies, but like time loop movies, a, a la your Groundhog's Days, your Edge of Tomorrow's, yeah, your yeah, yeah. Uh, Source Code, uh, mm -hmm. all that stuff. And um, yeah, they're pulling from a lot of influences and it just, it kind of just feels like a product looking for an audience. Yeah, If that exactly. makes sense. Yeah. It doesn't feel very organic. They're like, it's 50 Shades of Grey mixed with Sydney Sweeney. Uh, we got this Billie Eilish track, Spider-Man adjacent lore. Um, is that enough, folks? Will that you buy a ticket? I don't know. The aesthetically, too, it looks it looks dated. Like the, like as filmmaking, it just feels as one uh critic. Well, who knows put, how long uh, they've been it, working on this? How long it's been sitting on the shelf. Yeah, it, they said someone described it as a run-of-the-mill 2000s thriller is what it reminded them of. Um, but hey, there you go. Uh, okay, next up, 
the Supreme Court, you know, they've they've put out a new code of ethics. Um, obviously, because Clarence Thomas and Samuel Alito, just many, like even everybody, even uh, Sotomayor, they're people who are like, y'all are kind of making a lot of money off of this. This is this the most appropriate thing when you are sitting on the highest court of the land? Uh, so they're like, hey, we need a code of ethics to maybe try and dampen those stories or or fix the reputation of the court. Um, and it turns out like it does fuck all like basically it just codifies the, the rules that existed uh, now into this code of ethics that Clarence Thomas was following when he did all that shit anyway. So it's like very toothless, like even in the beginning of the document about this new code of ethics, it states that, quote, for the most part, these rules and principles are not new. Who, who wrote this? This is coming from the court. Okay, so they let the Supreme Court write their write own rules. Their own ru- yeah, 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 yeah. I want to go home. And then here's the other cool part. You know how, like, a lot of times you'll be like, like a local judge can be disbarred and shit or whatever, un- unseated or impeached or whatever, like for, you know, egregious conflicts of interest kind of thing. It's because like those rules actually have teeth, like they're enforceable with a lower court. The thing that they get into this philosophical conundrum with the su- Supreme Court, they're like, but like, there's no higher court to appeal to than us. So what's so I guess it is what it is. Like it's so bad. It's so it, it's a it's it's nonsense. <sighs> um, yeah, but hey, they can make their own rules now. Hey, it's a great country. Great country. One hundred percent. I mean, like we have people taking millions in gifts, like shady property deals, lavish vacations, and they're like, "Well, my company like directly didn't have any business in front of the court." It's like, but your industries do, and that's. That's where your influence, that's how you, you turn that influence into, you know, tangible results for your industry or business. Uh, look, look, folks, this isn't going to stop until you run up in their houses. And that's, that's the long and short of it. <laughs> run up, get done up. Yeah. That's what they'll say. I'm sorry. That's... I just have to put it plainly. Like, <laughs> I mean, like, you know, for think about how, like, how terrified they were when people were actually going outside of Supreme Court justices' houses. Like, they were getting protections we had never seen before imagine how shook they'll be when it's like ten thousand people pulling up to their house and not for a party (laughs) i mean i think that's where i think that's why they want to begin to help you know enact more laws that make it much more difficult for people to like gather protest etc because those are the kinds of those are the kinds of cases that these sort of conservative wealthy activist types want to get to their no because that's what kind of country this is oh yeah yeah for sure (laughs) just this shit is trash. But this is the way, this is this is the mechanisms in which we see it all come together. They just, they hang out at their weird little theme parks with Hitler statues and figure out how to just stack the deck. And on boats in international waters and shit. Like, yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> all right, let's take a quick break uh, and we'll be right back after this. Zeit gang, customers are rushing to your store, but do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it, you know, like a literal POS? Well, you need Shopify for retail. Shopify POS is your command center for your retail store. With Shopify, you get a powerhouse selling partner that effortlessly unites your in-person and online sales into one source of truth. Connect with customers inline and online. 
like you want to use TikTok? Well, guess what? They have plug and play tools built for marketing campaigns on platforms just like that. Get hardware that fits your business. Take payments by smartphone, transform your tablet into a point of sale system, or use Shopify's POS Go mobile device for a battle-tested solution. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Now, I was looking at Shopify.com, and I'm trying to get some answers. Let's say, uh, you know, how to bustling retail business and i need you know maybe uh, some hardware to be able to sell my wares on the street take credit card payments whatever and i know shopify is easy to use half the time i buy something online i'm like oh yep they're using shopify and if you need to learn more check out their website it's super easy to navigate whether you have questions about how you can optimize your inventory or again looking for hardware to make sales easier shopify.com has all of that just go there check it out so sign up for a one dollar per month trial period at shopify.com slash tdz all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash TDZ to take your retail business to the next level today. Shopify.com slash TDZ. Happy Pride from Tomboy X. We just dropped our Pride 24 collection. Queer founded, queer run, and creating size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies so you feel comfortable in your own skin. Visit TomboyX.com to shop. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And we're back. And I know you're like, because this is what kind of country this is. You were saying that in relation to how there's really, there's no justice, just us, uh, as many people will say, or D'Angelo and devil's pie, ash to ashes, dust to dust. Um, but we're truly also just, we're a really uninformed and not smart group of people in the United States, unfortunately. There was a, this viral thing that went off. It's like video where this woman was talking about how she went to Alaska and she was absolutely gobsmacked, surprised her wig flew when she found out that Alaska is not an island and is actually part of the North American landmass that you could drive to on land. Uh, miss, in the right time of year, you can drive to Russia, technically. <laughs> uh, Dwayne, like, she finds that shit out. It's wild because like Canadian people were, were looking at them like, are y'all for fucking real? Uh, because they, they they obviously share a border with Alaska. But like other people, Americans in the comments are saying they're like, oh, shit, dude, I thought that shit, too. It's not an island because like on a map, it's an island. And you're like, that's not what that means. Oh, God. Please, it's not a fucking island. Okay, <laughs> and in Rand McNally, hamburgers eat people. <laughs> yeah, right, 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 right. It's like, but it's always in the lower left, like next to Hawaii. I thought it was next to Hawaii. Yeah, yeah, oh, this place boy. that has, that gets all kinds of snow that we know is one of the coldest places uh, in America is 
it's right next to Hawaii because it's on the because it's not part of the contiguous United States. It's just whatever, just wait know. until they find out what the fuck a Mercator projection is and that <laughs> the sizes of countries are not what you think they yeah, are. Yeah, <laughs> for real. <laughs> wait till they hear about the annexation of these places too. Actually, they probably wouldn't care. They'd be like, oh, "What? Boy, yeah, how we got these fucking places yeah, there?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. Far flung. Um, never mind. Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. We didn't. We didn't kidnap anyone and be like, "Oh, you want your queen to come up off these lands real quick." Um. Anyway, so that's that was just so wild. Like I couldn't. Yeah. Like it was. Doozy. It's hard to hear when other people are like, "But on a map, it's an island," and you're, we're like, Jesus. Fuck. It's it's the kind of stupid where you have to, as a normal person, you have to take a second and recalibrate your whole brain to be on that level of like wait what do you even oh right. you mean you yeah. mean the thing on a map. oh so you oh so you're <laughs> all the way not smart okay okay <laughs> like holy shit yeah it's a little sad sad as uh, donald trump would put it um and then lastly let's check in with some really really cool american people uh let's start off because like there's all kinds of hearings happening right now one of the big ones to touch on obviously yesterday we were talking about senator mark wayne mullen uh talking you know how he wanted to fucking throw hands in the senate he was on sean hannity's show and you know kind (laughs) of defended what he said or tried to explain uh he was definitely on a very sympathetic friendly show to be able to do this um but here Let's just take a quick look at um, what Mark Wayne Mullen was thinking when he decided that, you know what, maybe I will fucking try and fight Sean O'Brien of the Teamsters Union. That's I mean, right. Uh, I think any other response kind of would have been a little gutless. Uh, that, but, you know, there, I would agree with that. I mean, what do people want me to do? If I didn't do that, people in Oklahoma would be pretty upset at me. That's not how we raise. I'm supposed to represent Oklahoma values. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe actually do things that, like, are tangible benefits for your constituents. They're both like lame white dudes doing MMA. In <laughs> I know they both do MMA. They for the both record. do MMA. They were probably chopping it up, putting each other in chokeholds and shit before the <laughs> vaping. Like, They're like, "Yo, what vaping you, you got?" Chokehold? Oh yeah, dude. Watch this, dude. You oh, do the gi choke. Show them how you just do the gi choke. Just use the gi to choke them out. <laughs> yeah, they just they're just blowing clouds, chopping it up. The best is then they go on like to to bro down on like the art of toxic masculinity and violence oh is this next part where he's like, what the heck happened to this country? When I grew up, it was a little bit of a different time. When me and my friends, when we played football, when we played basketball, I played hockey. You know, <laughs> I don't think there was a single day that we were playing sports where we didn't drop the gloves or, you know, have a, a brief interlude of, you know, th- throwing fists and it'd right. be all be over you pick up and you start playing again you know yeah. when all of a sudden did, did we become that woke that the thought of two people uh one responding to a threat directly saying okay you threaten me here's your opportunity take me up on it yeah well it's political correctness it's it's, it's all of a sudden you got to worry about somebody's feelings but oh by the way the left can say whatever they want wow. and, it's so i love that i love how the, that guy called him a clown and you're mm-hmm. a joke and a fraud. And he's like, that's a threat. <laughs> that's a threat. And I'm going to have to throw down now. Uh, because it's how dare you read me? It's a delicate ego. I swear. It's, I mean, but it's funny. He's like, yeah, there would. Also, like, how is he saying there wasn't a day that went by that they weren't, like, fist fighting? I'm like, was it all that lead you were exposed to or some shit? The fuck was wrong with you? Bro, 
Yeah, I'm writing off that whole. Uh, let's not get into it. But these motherfuckers. These never mind. <laughs> never mind. What happened to us? When did we become so woke that unchained violence wasn't the solution to every single thing that we encountered? What the fuck happened? They're ill. Um, then we have, uh, Christopher Ray, the head of the FBI is on Capitol Hill and he's getting absolutely grilled by Congressman Clay Higgins, um, Republican who has been so like, he is so horny for January six conspiracies, like inside job, false flag shit. Um, and this was during the worldwide threats hearing. Okay. This is when they have the head of the FBI to talk about worldwide threats. Of course, the Republicans are like, what about January 6th? Um, and I just want to play this part where he's like hitting him with this really interesting uh, conspiracy theory uh, that I, I had not known up until now. If you are asking whether the violence at the Capitol on January 6th was part of some operation orchestrated by FBI sources and or agents, the answer is emphatically You're saying not. no? No. You're saying no? Not okay. violence orchestrated Let's by FBI on. sources or agents. Are you familiar with, with, you know what a ghost vehicle is? Director, director of the FBI certainly should. You know what a ghost bus is? Sounds spooky. A ghost bus? Ghost bus. <laughs> I'm not sure I've used that term before. Okay. Okay. It's pretty common in, in law enforcement. It's a vehicle that's, that's used for huh? is, secret purposes. Is oh. he okay? It over. These two buses in the middle here, they were the first to arrive at Union Station on January 6th. Zero five hundred. I have all this evidence. I'm showing you a tip of this iceberg, Mr. Chairman. These two buses, Mr. Are painted completely white. Point of order. It's a very significant hearing, Mr. Chairman, <laughs> and these buses are nefarious in nature and were filled with FBI informants dressed as Trump supporters. You, and you, deployed onto our capital on January 6th. Yeah. Your day is coming. Yo. Okay. Okay. So that's your brain on right-wing extremism and 4chan posts. When he said ghost, I thought he was going to say Ghostbusters. Director Ray, have you heard of Ghostbusters? You know what a Ghostbuster is? You mean Ecto-1, sir? Yeah. <laughs> it, I don't understand. And do you believe that those buses were filled with FBI informants armed with proton packs dressed as Trump supporters? What? Yeah, huh? Dude, what the fuck are you talking about, man? Sorry, he just left the new Ghostbusters movies, and he's excited. I know Ghost Bus Ghost Buses feels like some kind of like civil rights movie, but with Ghost Dog with Forrest Whitaker. <laughs> I, it's like I just think it's funny that he admits that there's like secret police, just very right. casually. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Very common. Very common. Yeah. They have secret for secret purposes. Like, yeah, wait, exactly. what secret purposes? You know. I mean, you know, but, but we know like, okay. Uh-huh. 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 Cool. So yeah, really good times being spent, uh, on the Capitol Hill over there. Anyway, that is going to do it for us today. We're back tomorrow with a whole new episode. So yeah, until then, take care of yourselves, take care of each other, get your vaccines. Don't do nothing about white supremacy, hatred, none of that. Okay. And we will talk to you tomorrow. Bye. 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 
Happy Pride from Tomboy X. We just dropped our Pride 24 collection. Queer founded, queer run, and creating size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies. So you feel comfortable in your own skin. Visit TomboyX.com to shop. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes. That it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.